parasha summary for this week's parashat and more. Shevet Levi was chosen to serve in the Mishkan. The Kohanim did the Avodah, the work, the service, and the Leviim did the other jobs. And a few of the reasons why they were chosen were as follows. Number one, no one from Shevet Levi served Avodah Zarah, idol worship in Eretz Mitzrayim. Two, most of the Jews in Mitzrayim stopped giving their children a Brit Milah, but Shevet Levi didn't. See, when Aharon requested donations for the golden calf, not one single person from Shevet Levi donated. Also, not one single person from Shevet Levi bowed down to the Egel. The Kohanim are the holiest group in Klal Yisrael. They have special laws. A Kohen cannot become impure from a dead person except for the following seven relatives, a father, a mother, a son, daughter, brother, a never-married sister, and the wife. Only male Kohanim may not become Tameh. However, female Kohanot may become Tameot. The highest Kohen, obviously, is that of the Kohen Gadol. The high priest, he may not even become Tameh to those seven people. There's only one person, um, including himself, that he must become Tameh for, which is a Met Mitzvah. A Met Mitzvah is a dead person who has no one to bury him. A Kohen may not marry certain women, including a lady who was divorced. A Kohen Gadol may also not marry a widow. He may only marry a woman who was never married. If a Kohen married one of these women, he isn't supposed to marry. His children are called Chalalim, and they are not allowed to do any service in the Bet HaMikdash. If a Kohen has a mum, which is a blemish, he may not serve in the Bet HaMikdash. And these Kohanim were given different jobs. For example, they checked the wood for the Mizbeach to make sure that it had no worms in it. After harvesting his crop, a farmer must separate truma and give it to the Kohen. According to the Torah, he can give any amount, but the rabbi said that he should give, on average, one-fiftieth of his crop. Any Kohen who is tahor, that's pure, may eat it, including women, children, and even the slave of a Kohen. The Kohen may even give it to his animals. If a non-Kohen eats terumah on purpose, he is chayav mitah bidei shamayim, he's liable to death from heaven. Before bringing a korban, the owner needs to make sure that it doesn't have a blemish. If it does have a mum, a blemish, and it was brought, the korban is pasul, invalid. There are over 50 mumim, 50 blemishes, that can make a korban pasul. The idea here is that when we give, when we, uh, give a friend a gift, we only give him the best. So when we give Hashem a gift as a korban, which is our gift, we must definitely give him the best. The Torah is Torah Chesed. And therefore, we're also not allowed to slaughter a mother and child animal on the same day. This applies to the korban, to the korbanot, and to the regular shechita. If a person threatens to kill you unless you do an avera, you have to do the avera. Sadly, of course, unless the avera is one of the three major cardinal sins, avodah zarah, which is idol worship, gilui arayot, which is immoral behavior or marrying certain people that you're not allowed to be with or live with, and lastly, shefichut tamim, which is murder. In these cases, a person has to give up their life rather than commit these averot. However, if one is told to do any avera, 
in front of ten Jews. Someone tells you, uh, break Shabbat, which is not one of the three cardinal sins, but it's in front of ten Jews, he has to give up his life. If a person does give up his life in these situations, he made a Kiddush Hashem, he sanctified God's name, and his reward in Olam Abba is tremendous. His actions show that he considers God's honor the most important thing. A person can also make a Kiddush Hashem or a Chilul Hashem through the way that he behaves. If he behaves in a manner that people are impressed with his fine midot and derech eretz, then he made a kiddush Hashem. On the other hand, if it be if he behaves the opposite way, then unfortunately he makes a chilul Hashem, which is the worst avera a person can do. That the only atonement comes through death. Lastly, the, there are five main yamim tovim written in the Torah, which are mentioned in this week's parasha which is the parasha that we read on almost all the holidays. We have the first Yom Tov is Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah takes place on the first of Tishrei. The first one that's mentioned is actually Pesach, but we'll get to that soon. So Rosh Hashanah is on the first of Tishrei. Yom HaKippur is the tenth of Tishrei. Sukkot is on the fifteenth of Tishrei. Pesach is on the fifteenth of Nisan. And Shavuot is on the sixth of Nisan. The last three, Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuot, are known as the Shalos Regalim. And on each of these holidays, the men have a special mitzvah to be Ole Regel, to go to the Bet HaMikdash and bring their respective korbanot. Bezat Hashem to fulfill this mitzvah. Amen.